0: Hi everybody. I'm Corey. I'm the dungeon master for Opportunity Roll Group. Let's say hi, everybody. Hello. 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 Now, um, unfortunately, one of our people can't join us tonight. Um, they had a bit of an accident, but they're okay. Um, we're wishing them the well. Uh, if you listen to this, Chris, hope everything's good. Hope everything's all right. Let's go ahead and introduce everybody. Let's go ahead and start with Dust.
1: Hello, I am Dust. I will be playing Finn Tallstrider, the bard with big dreams and and bigger smiles. Rodeo? Hello, I'm Rodeo,
2: or Maxwell, and I play Caster, the human grave cleric with a heart of curiosity. Is a.
3: Hi, I play Martha Blackbrick, the dwarven cleric.
0: Alex.
4: Hi, I play uh, Callisto, just Callisto, uh, the Tiefling, I was about to say cleric, Tiefling Druid. Um, she got vines for days.
0: <laughs> oh, I miss Vine. Same. I had a vine. I had like the 300 followers on Vine. Anyway, Jace.
5: Hello, it's Jace. I play the human fighter Soot, just Soot. Uh, that's all you need to know.
0: Like Prince. We have a lot of people with just first names.
4: Yeah, I was just going to say, I love how they're ha- over half the group. Or at least, <laughs> I think it's just half the group has no last names.
0: We have, um... I think we just have trust issues. I have a last name.
2: I just haven't said it yet.
4: Yeah, I, I don't.
0: I'm going to mark a little two on the map here to mark that we've been in this town for about two days. I'm going to sit that in the center of this little dibba dot. There we go. Oh, dots. For the listeners, we started on the 8th. We spent the night at the inn. And we went to a different inn. Uh, not, not the inn. We, we slept at the bakery. Martha's Bakery. And then afterwards we went to the inn. We formed a guild. And currently we are on our first mission. Which is a lost cat. Um... We ran into uh, a reverse albino raccoon, a fully black raccoon, gave us some information on the cat. We found the captain of the guards, whose daughter was the one missing the cat and questioned them for more information from there. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, And we questioned them on more information from there is where we left off. It's late. It's raining. At this point, if you don't have some kind of way of keeping yourself dry, whether it be a jacket or some sort of form of overly hanging umbrella, Ella, eh? Hey, um... <laughs> there, there isn't really much that you can do. You're pretty much soaked. And some people seem to be okay with that. Jason and Callisto, Callisto um, both uh, seem to enjoy the rain.
2: Castor Castor does as well.
0: Yes. And Castor also had a vision last game. Yes, about he did. Something landing in the Grangle jungle. Far north. Yeah. Now we had made a plan, but I know you guys talked that out yourself. What what was the travel plan on that? Does anybody remember?
2: We hadn't decided yet, uh, but uh, said something along the lines of we could travel to Fortosum. um, Well, we could travel to Fortosum, and then head over to Blarg and see if we could uh, requisition us uh, a ferry or a ship to go up towards the northern tip of the Grangle Jungle and in. And he said, if that fails, we could go to one of the larger cities, maybe up further at the northern peninsula, which is the city of uh, no uh forkota oh. hmm. and and use Frikoda to to travel that way via boat yeah. again um our plans seem to involve boats um it Seems like it might be safer than traversing oh let me get my ruler out for a minute. Uh two hundred two hundred and fifty miles, miles of, of dense jungle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> In a place on. that's
0: been rumored to be very difficult.
2: Sounds like the perfect place for an adventure. <laughs> have an adventure on the high seas.
0: So let's start up back in the alleyway or just outside the alleyway where we all met up i would say this there's going to be a written letter and that letter is going to kind of float to one of our members Zur will kind of open it up it seems to be a letter from a friend it seems to have information on it that he finds very intriguing now he'll say his goodbyes He's not leaving for sure, but a little up north towards the Kingdom of Hertosum seems to be his destination. Something important seems to be there. And he's been searching for something in town for a while. Most of us would know if they know him well enough that his mother was the person he was searching for. This might be a lead. So as you guys are working on this case. He would feel it best to continue on the lead without hindering you guys and letting you guys finish the quest. Leaving you guys kind of there. You've got all this information. Potential sighting in the east of town of the cat leaving the main gate. How would you guys like to do this?
1: Do we know what, like... What color the cat is? Like, what's its fur fur color? Black.
4: Okay, it is a black cat. I'm not just crazy.
0: Yeah, which is why we were a little bit conspicuous with the with the um the black raccoon we saw. Mm-hmm. Thought it was a possible lead.
3: And the name of the cat, uh, I think it was Mister Snuggles. Mister Snuggles. I think it
1: was Mister Snuggles. Yeah. Yes. Now. As much as I would like to find that cat tonight, I'd have to say maybe it might be best to look in the morning. It's raining, it's dark, and it's a black cat. It's gonna be hard to spot. Well, you can do that.
2: I, for one, I'm going to go out and look in the farm fields nearby, just outside the gate, because cats are more active during night And I can see pretty well in the dark, and I know cats usually like to hunt the same place. So I'll stay out there if you would like to spend the night inside. The rain doesn't bother me too much.
5: I'll actually uh, accompany you there, uh, Caster. If if it's raining, the cat might have um, gone inside somewhere. Uh, maybe one of the farmhouses, like you said, and we can talk to any of the residents there so that we can find it.
4: The other option is that the cat might have run off into the forest, so maybe I could search there, but not too far, I'm not looking to hurt myself, but, you know, like a little bit. I
0: could come along with you too, if you don't mind me tagging along. The forest is someplace I feel comfortable with, Jason will say.
4: Well, that Uh, makes two of us.
2: Um... Looking at the map that I have, though, isn't the forest about 70 miles outside of town?
0: Yeah, maybe we can go about as far as maybe a cat might go.
2: Yeah, that's, that's more of what I was thinking. I don't think the cat would have traveled that far. It's uh, only been two days, I believe. It,
0: it well, doesn't... there is the southern part of Pulper Forest. There's a small outcove. It's only about 43 miles. If we had a horse, maybe we could get there in time.
3: I do have a donkey.
0: I'm a fast runner. It would mean we would probably have to camp out for a day and split the party.
1: Hmm. Have two people go three different directions, and then maybe meet back at the inn, or if you unless y'all have another place.
0: I mean, Martha's home did- is still open, isn't it?
5: I'm hesitant to split the party that much. If if we're only in twos and someone goes into the forest, if those two have trouble, then it'll be bad?
3: Yeah, the forest can be dangerous.
2: Yes, I don't also feel very good about splitting up the party. Um, I say, like, If we can't find the cat in the nearby neighboring farm area where we are, then tomorrow we could head out all together as a group and towards the southern part of the the forest.
4: I wouldn't object to that either.
1: Mm -hmm. I think think that's a better plan, yes.
4: Well, we're not going to get anywhere just by hanging around talking about it. Let's go.
1: Uh,
5: uh, all right we'll have already jogged off once everyone agreed to- all right
2: uh, caster will will just walk
1: Fen will be walking by and muttering I hate the rain <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm gonna look around where we are and see if I can find any signs of cat smell cat footprints anything that hasn't washed away yet in the rain
0: okay go ahead and give me a quick survival unless you have some sort of spell Nope. That is a survival of six. Unfortunately, the rain seems to have washed away most clues. And with the dampening of the rain, smells are hard to come by. And unfortunately, it's also pulpa. Though the place is laden with the smell of cut stone, which kind of blands the air, making it a little bit more difficult.
4: Oh! I haven't found anything around here. Anyone else find anything interesting?
2: I can look around. Say. Um, if we're in the outside of the gate, um, could I use either like perception or insight to think of where I would think a cat would go?
0: Sure, uh, insight would do. Uh, if if you're looking for something, like, perception would just give you what's around you. and um, right, I'll do insight. Okay.
2: Insight into the mind of a cat.
0: (laughs) I think Jason's going to send out his sparrow and have it kind of fly around and see if he can get any kind of thoughts. Insight of 19. Um, well, it's raining. If the cat had stayed probably about a day's travel out, got at least a little bit farther away, and hadn't run into anything to slow it down, chances are it probably wouldn't continue in the rain. Most cats don't like it. Um, so it might be somewhere only about a day's travel out, if not shorter, depending upon its attention span. And if it's a kitten, it could have found something to play with. It's it's not necessarily going to be a fast walker, and its travel speed won't be very high. So at most, maybe a day's travel out at most, if you're lucky.
2: Uh, Caster will relay that. Um,
1: do we know if it's a kitten? I mean, did we ever figure out what age?
3: Yeah, it it's a kitten.
0: Okay. Martha did. <laughs> Everybody else dipped into the alleyway.
1: I followed Martha, <laughs> but I—I I don't think I remember. Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. You did.
3: Speaking of which, uh, she's going to try something as well. She is going to get her character sheet up. Speak with animals to some nearby birds. Okay. Toss out uh, some stale bread crumbs. The birds must love her, <laughs> I'm just guessing.
0: They do, uh, currently they're not really kind of flying down to the ground. They've got a, this this little nest area just underneath one of the roofs or one of the little balconies for one of the windows. Uh, but they'd be happy to speak to you. Um,
3: yep, she offers a sacrificial slice of stale bread, whole ass slice, yum yum, and okay. spoil the birds. Hello, dears. I was wondering if you happen to see a little black kitten running around today.
0: Uh, they're going to say not today. Hmm. Um, they saw a girl a couple days ago with the, with the cat.
3: Yes, but yes, that cat.
0: They're going to tell you they haven't seen it.
3: Hmm. That's a shame. How are the kids?
0: What are kids? They will The chicks. Oh, the younglings. Uh, They are doing quite fine. Soon to hatch.
3: Congratulations, dear. And she'll just gently pat one on the head. Then carry on. Well, um, they know of the kitten, but they haven't seen them today,
1: unfortunately. Does
3: everyone in your group can, can talk to animals? No. No, it takes a bit of energy for me to do so, but it's fun. I love the chat.
1: Say, so did I miss that like class when I was learning? <laughs> no, I've just always been able to do it. I don't. I mean, it
4: takes a little bit of work, but I don't know why it's all that hard for the rest of you.
0: I don't speak to animals. I speak to Sparrow. Well, that's about it.
1: That's speaking to an animal. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, I... not really. You see, Sparrow is more of a. Uh, a fae. A familiar. Yes.
3: <clears throat> Very I'm a wizard. Nice.
0: like my father before me.
3: Wizards are fun. Lots of studying, though. Never been good at writing myself or reading. Um...
0: Me either. My book's a bit of a hand me down. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, we should probably get
4: going.
0: Mm-hmm. The more we so
4: already wandered off. If oh dear.
0: You, and Jason will kind of jog on up.
5: Uh, soot went ahead and jogged on ahead and is basically looking for like the first farm or farmhouse that they uh, come across.
0: Alright. Uh, what about Dust and uh, Caster? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I had to go by game names. <laughs> what about uh, Finn and Caster?
2: Um, Caster would probably be uh, sticking pretty close to Callisto, trying to he'd be telling her, like, you know, if the cat really wanted to travel, <laughs> it could have gotten about maybe a day's worth in the two days that it's been gone. Just the things that he incited, and He'd also be, you know, he'd be looking around seeing if he can't see anything. Um, Probably can't. There's probably no way to spot any tracks or anything like that.
1: Uh, Finn would be following Caster and he would probably cast Dancing Lights and keep them at a good, far enough pace to where it covers it, where the lights are... Pretty much lights up a good distance. So, And be looking around, see if he could see any... Like anything, like cats or people.
0: Okay,
2: that's a that's a good idea there, Finn. Um, Jason.
0: Well, Jason's with the other group.
2: Oh, I didn't know if he he left with the other group. Okay, yeah, never mind. Then I was gonna I was gonna ask him if I could cast uh, light on his bird's beak to help it look around better. Or Then caster would just. Uh, also, he would just cast light, I guess, on his finger. And just be looking around at the dirt, seeing if he can see any tracks just on the off chance. And uh, I guess before he does it, he'll, he'll look upwards and he'll say, uh, Demeter, I could really use your help here. And has guidance on himself. I want to see if I can find any tracks at all. Anything?
0: You could try. Be survival. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a seven.
2: And
0: an eleven. Eleven altogether. With an eleven, I mean you can see old tracks of animals throughout the town, but nothing that fits the description of what you're looking for mostly horses or mules um cows even Uh, but they're they're rare this place is mostly for
1: uh people of trade of some kind do you think someone could have taken the cat
3: who would be horrible enough to take a little girl's kitten though
1: a bird maybe
3: Oh, dear. Uh, a hawk, a yes. hawk,
1: a wolf, a coyote. Any? Oh dear,
3: Oh dear. Uh, best just keep positive, baby.
1: Can uh, I look to see if any are there are any like 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 wolf or animal tracks? like different like uh, animal tracks that would not normally be here.
0: Predatory animals. We can keep trying, but again, it looks like we're hitting a brick wall on these tracks, okay. They're, they're going well, but we're quickly finding, as a person, as a group, that they're not doing much. Okay. Here's what I can say. There is brush outside of the town. There are places that are bushed out, treed out, some places that look like there are some dry areas. So there are places to look. We can do investigations to search those areas along the road.
1: I'd like to uh, investigate See if I can see anything.
0: Okay,
2: I'll uh, I'll give you a pat in the back and say I hope you do a good job and
1: maybe you'll find the cat in that brush over there. All right. You casting guidance on me, or Mm -hmm. okay, investigation. That's a five. And with. And we need some hot dice up in here, yo. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nine.
0: Doesn't seem to be anything there.
3: I think we might have to wait until the morning, dears.
2: We should camp somewhere in between, just in case.
0: So, let's take a small break from Dust, dust... From Finn and Castor inside town. Let's move out to the group who went out of the gate and is searching outside. Let's follow up with them a little bit. Then we can do some rolls for an investigations or some some perceptions. Uh, it's a different scene, different place. Oh, we were out the gate. Well, give me a quick perception coming out of the gate. One, me. Let's see if you can spot anything. Yes, please. Heading outside of town with a four. Unfortunately, you're not going to see anything. But the sparrow will come back. It'll inform you guys that there is a small shack. About 15 miles east that's meant for an adventuring hut it's dry and the door is open potential place to look
1: uh,
5: so we'll look at Jason uh, do you want to lead the way or am I following the bird
0: I can lead the way um, sparrow usually will fly and I can you know, I can sense where he's at and he can talk to me through a certain length, so I'll be able to relay everything.
5: You just, you can you can lead, I'll, uh, I'll follow here. I think that'll be uh, simpler, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: That works. Well, uh... And he'll walk on.
2: Are you guys gonna come get us? Because 15 miles is pretty far.
5: I... Ooh, that's a good point.
2: Like that's that's half a day's travel
5: yeah so so we'll have to run back uh, and we'll just uh, hold on I guess we can just kind of uh so so we'll run back everyone uh we're, there's an adventuring hut about uh, 15 miles up the road we're going to go on ahead uh catch up as you will um, no. be safe and then so we'll turn and jog back
1: Should we we follow them?
4: I'm perfectly happy
1: to. What do you guys think? I mean, if we don't, we're doing exactly what we didn't want to do and split the party.
2: Yes, that's very true. Um, We should probably go with them just in case something happens.
1: Yes. Um, Does he do that a lot? Just run and run, like run away, then run back and then run away again.
2: I've never met him before yesterday
4: and me neither
2: huh well let's run off after him then
1: let's do it all right the sooner we get out of this rain the better i don't know i quite like it it's refreshing it's not good on the strings
4: you know something i have never seen a person with an instrument like yours before so uh, tell me about it.
1: Why well, this uh, this lyre was given to me by my teacher? Uh, it's very sp- it's very special, and I'll just start stringing it along as we walk, playing a very soft tone.
4: I have something else from a teacher of mine, and she holds up her staff.
2: And I have something, but I can't take it out. I don't want uh, the pages to get wet.
4: Fair enough. Shall we
1: go? Uh, Yes, let's... uh...
0: You guys are pretty lucky. I never really got anything. Most of my hand-me-downs were from people I didn't really know.
2: Mm.
3: I don't have many hand-me-downs. I kind of ran away when I was younger, so...
2: (laughs) You have Uh, the giant bear altar.
3: I I do have the giant bear altar. Uh, My father gave it to me. He was the only one that was even slightly approving of me leaving.
1: Well I didn't know my teacher for long. He o- he was only in town for about about a month or two. But he to- he, show- he showed me that I could uh I could be more than what I was and taught me the ways. So now I play my play my I mean my liar and I try to bring people happy, like smiles. That's a very noble cause. Well, I also want to be be famous too, but doesn't everyone?
0: <laughs> no, I don't. Not me, not no. personally.
1: You see, like a a sparkle in his eyes. Like one day, the gods themselves will be humming my songs. Just you wait.
0: I'm heading for the crystal. I think what I'm looking for might be there. But truth is, is I was looking for Matthew before anything else. It was the only name I was given from the person who sent me. I don't even know what I'm doing. I was just told it was time to leave home. Matthew? Yeah, said he knew something that I should know.
3: Hmm. Common name. Uh, Did you get a last name or just the first? Blackbrick. I see. If I may
4: ask, uh, who was it who sent you, Jason?
0: Look, I'm going to be straight with you guys. I've lied to you in the past.
3: We know, dear. Really.
0: I can't tell you. And I mean this in the most sincere way. I, I can't tell you. Because it could change things. Or uh, I can get in trouble. <laughs> Not in like a serious way. But I don't know. Apparently, there are things beyond my understanding that are working. And... Well, the less you know, the better. Mm. I promise, though, I'm not dangerous. I couldn't harm a fly.
5: I actually understand that uh, fairly well, Jason. So, uh, no grudges held by me.
1: You're a, a time traveling person who was sent here to the past by our future selves to warn us of a great danger. <laughs> No. I feel like he would've
5: warned us if there was a... Or I hope he was, if that
0: plot is... If there was, I probably would've found a way. But if I know the way of space and time, it might be difficult, because if I told you too much, it might change the future.
1: And that's exactly why you can't tell us.
0: Yes. But that, that's not it. I can tell you that right now.
3: Well, if you know my husband. well, he always was dabbling in magic arts, I can see why you'd probably want to see him
0: dark arts, from what I hear. <laughs> uh,
3: he's...
2: Um... Esther's going to look over at Martha and then at Jason. So it will actually be the same. It, it,
3: not so much anymore. No, 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 no. He's... I, I've made sure he put that life behind him long ago.
5: Do you mean uh, necromancy? Or are we talking more uh, fiendish magic?
3: doesn't really matter.
2: Castor yeah. is going to nod sternly.
0: Resurrections, from what I hear. Or what I was told.
2: Esther is going to um, turn away from that and continue just walking forward. He looks uh, unsettled.
4: Just quietly, Callisto says, Resurrection? Is that
2: possible?
0: Some might think so. You know, there's still tales of resurrection scrolls out there somewhere. Really? Yeah, potentially. They were made from old magic. They're kind of rare now, if not legendary. Finding one can change the tides, but at the same time, it can anger the gods.
2: Bringing... Castor was going to say bringing things back is not... Right. It is a spit in the face of the cycle of life and death. It it should never be done.
3: Martha's just going to take out like a flask in her little purse and just take a quick swig.
2: Mm-hmm. Castor wasn't. Caster wasn't looking at them when he said that, too. He was just. He just continued walking forward and said that behind him.
5: I, I know I may sound like a bit of a hypocrite with certain things, but. If things weren't meant to be done they wouldn't be doable if you can resurrect someone you can do it if they,
2: you can, God didn't want you to do it they would have stopped you you can murder someone but should you
5: any murdering.
1: i think i agree
2: with the
4: Alisto's face just goes dark and she just leaves
2: Castor will follow
3: okay how about a change of subject um this kitten! Kittens are so cute, aren't they?
0: Sorry. I didn't mean to cause an argument.
3: No, 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 you're fine.
0: Uh,
5: it, Martha, or uh, once she gets back, Callisto, um, you might have to take the lead uh, if we ever find this kitten. Um, I tend to be a little... Animals don't really like me, so... If someone else could handle the animal, as it were, um, we can go from there. It's about on your strengths.
3: A kitten? You're scared of a kitten, dear?
5: No, I'm not scared. They're scared of me. I hold my hand out to an animal and it bites or scratches or runs off, so I've just stopped. Animals aren't necessarily my thing.
3: Uh, my husband's that way with geese. <laughs> geese hate him.
5: I understand that uh, completely. These are something, uh, but um, well, actually, oh, never mind. I will not uh, approach that
1: subject. Um. As we're walking, uh, see, uh, sensing the like tension, Finn will just play a very like happy tune on his lyre and just try to just feel the silence now with. With music.
0: Can I get someone to roll me a 1D one hundred, please?
4: I'll do it. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Same. Everyone jumps on that. I did it last time, so I wasn't. This is how so many goblins coming out of the woods.
0: Totally. Oh, 27. Oh. Okay. So we're gonna need some subsequent rolls here.
2: Oh boy. Oh my god.
0: Let me get into my files.
2: You really done goofed us up here, Alex.
5: I I did. I regret everything. I
0: have a com- almost completely
5: combat oriented character, so.
0: Can I get a one d thirty four?
5: done
1: goofed us. I got. Just
0: That's a nineteen.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: Oh, this one's a fun one. Can I get a one d twenty five?
4: I feel like someone else should roll
5: at this point. It's, it's your, no, this yeah, is you your roll. your roll. You're
4: rolling the tables. Okay. <laughs> I've sealed our face. <laughs> You've doomed us. You've A doomed 19. us. A 19. Oh, I haven't, I haven't rolled yet.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. A 1.
1: Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. That's either really good or really bad or really nothing.
2: It could just be random.
0: It could be random. So, um stuck into a tree. There is a knife. But this knife doesn't look like your average knife. It seems to be made of a jawbone of some sorts. It still has teeth on it. It has a curvature that's very interesting. And on top of that, it has teeth marks and a leather grip. Go ahead and send you a photo of what you're looking at.
4: I was going to say if there isn't a photo already, I want to draw this knife.
1: Uh, Is it just attached to the tree? I mean, or is there something under I think it's
0: stamped into the tree.
1: Well, I think Callisto
2: and Castor walked off away from the group. Yeah. Just
4: walked forward, like, away f- Mainly just away from Soot. No offense,
5: Chase, <laughs> That's but... That's about <laughs> right for most Soot encounters, yeah. Uh, oh, god. Oh, no. Um, no, Jason's leading, so Soot wouldn't immediately see this and do the dumb thing. Um, in a tree. Ah. Uh... Well who saw
0: it? It just
5: That is actually a fair point.
4: She I, made the I, role, so it'd be Yeah. Um I I would probably see it first and walk up and try to identify what type of animal this is. Sure. Uh, would that be a survival role or what would that be?
0: I'd say investigation.
4: Okay. Never open on the right side. I was
0: gonna of say, would thing. nature
2: work for that one?
0: Nineteen. This insane. is a donkey's jawbone.
2: Oh my! All it's, right. Uh, it's pretty intense. Um, I, I
4: would communicate that to Caster.
2: Caster is going to, uh, for a second, his eyes are going to glow bright, and he's going to cast detect magic. And he's going to look at this. This. Odd out of place blade in the in the tree.
0: Okay. So you'll pull it out?
2: No no no. I'm looking at it with the tech magic up.
0: Ah. Uh, it is definitely attached with some kind of necrotic magic.
2: Um this This dagger has bowel magic in it.
4: Oh like like magic that can kill you?
2: Yes, like magic that could kill you. Right?
4: So so should we pull it out of the tree so it doesn't kill the tree?
2: Someone's going to pull it out.
5: I... If you need to, I can. I. I I'm a relatively hardy individual and this isn't my first time dealing with
1: Foul
0: magics.
1: I wouldn't mind giving it a try. Give it to see if I can pull it out. Um,
0: I have but a mage it, hand. That's even better.
4: We should at least pull it out with like some kind of hand covering.
2: Aster will okay. get out of his bag like like basically just like a pouch or something. Mm-hmm. Some, something to like hold it open. And he'll look to Jason. If you want to, could drop it in here until we can identify it at a later point. Sure. Uh,
0: he's going to move his hands about, making waves, and then he'll go mage hand. Like he's actually like going through like a beginner spellcaster. It'll appear in front of him, uh, a celestial blue of almost sorts, uh, just like it normally would. Uh, basic spell stuff. It'll float over to the knife, and it will slowly pull the knife out. However, when the knife leaves the tree, you'll see the hand burn, as if it's burning from some sort of damnation flame, a dark black flame with a purple inside. That's unusual.
4: Are you harmed?
0: Uh, He'll look to himself and kind of examine his arms. I don't think so.
2: Something like
0: this must be
2: removed and destroyed.
0: Could be cursed.
2: It could be. But... Do we let it stay here and possibly fall into the wrong
0: hands? Could we turn the bag inside out and put it in the bag? Grab it through the bag. And then kind of like dog poo. I
2: will, I will try that, but... Uh, first... Um, anybody who wants to stand close to me and help me should anything go wrong.
0: Hi everybody, you guys know me, I'm Cory, the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. I'm here with a mid-roll for you. Just a big thank you for listening. And a shout out to Cobalt Press for Tomes of Beasts and the Creature Codex. A shout out to Sirenscape for allowing us to use their music in our background. Uh, we emailed them a little while ago and they said as long as we do it right, They didn't mind. So thank you guys. It really has helped us put some really lovely sounds in the background for, for spells and just background sounds like the wind, the water, the rain, the thunderstorms. It really gets us immersed in the game and really makes it fun. If you haven't already, uh, please remember to subscribe to like, to follow Whatever it is you're on, whether it's iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, it really helps us out. It gets us out there to more listeners and allows them to enjoy in the adventure. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode.
2: So Caster's plan is going to be to get people who can help him if shit goes wrong. Someone physical, someone magical. So I was explaining this to Soot. Caster's got an issue with this blade. He doesn't like it. He's going to take it out, but he's going to ask Callisto and Soot to be next to him in case something happens. Somebody who can heal him and somebody who can hurt him if he goes out of control.
4: Well, make sure you don't die.
2: Um, But he's going to also, he's going to use a spell to help with that. Okay. Um, So Caster is going to look, he's going to be like, Soot, um, Glisto, can you two stand next to me just in case something happens? Sure. Uh, Sure. Um, And then he is going to look up, guide my hand, don't let this overtake me. And he's going to cast Bless. I'm going to, I'm going to bless myself, uh, Callisto, and Soot. Ooh. Okay, I will note that. And that's on. And then he's gonna use the bag like a doggy bag, like Soot. Uh, Soot recommended. Put his hand inside and try to pull the dagger out of the tree.
0: Well, Jaggers dagger's out. It's on the ground currently.
2: All right, then he's going to try to put it into the bag and then turn the bag inside out so that it's inside the bag and not touching him.
0: All right. You do it just fine.
2: Um, I guess take some... take a little bit of wine out and tie that bag up tight. Okay. Um... Does anybody want to carry this or would do you mind if I held on to it?
5: If you want it, you can have it. Uh, if you want, I can hold it as well. I want it destroyed. I can hold on to it till we find a way.
2: He will reluctantly hand the bag over to you. Then. All right. One bag with donkey dagger in it.
0: That's the. It's the bone. Uh, it's a blade of a jo- an ass's jaw.
3: That
1: is exactly what I'm putting in my inventory. <laughs>
3: ass jaw knife.
1: That's better. I'm putting that.
3: Evil ass knife. Also possible.
2: All right. So, caster. Um, what time would it, uh, you, you say? It is if he if he looks up, can you see the? Oh no, it's raining, so no. Late minute.
0: evening, I will say that. Um, Most of the day has went.
2: How far have we traveled?
0: About fifteen miles.
2: So we're close to the shack.
0: You can see it off in the distance.
2: All right. Um, well, um, that thing, Callisto, that thing you do with animals, can you? make me so i can speak with them
4: um i've never really tried it uh let me think and i'm gonna check the details of the spell uh no no i cannot
2: i had a plan if on the cat and try to run but if i can't speak to it it wouldn't work
4: yeah, unfortunately it's kind of a me thing or a, a, apparently a Martha thing as well.
0: I think Jason's just gonna walk straight up to the shed. It's
5: a mood. Oh I think this I'll, is I'll follow, I'll
0: follow him.
2: I'll
5: follow Yeah, I was I've been walking up to the shack the whole time. Hester <laughs> just Hester
2: will follow up with them towards the back more.
0: He's going quietly, so he's like tiptoeing.
5: Oh but... sneaking.
0: Yeah, well, not really sneaking. He's just being quiet. You know, he doesn't want to spook the cat if it's there.
5: Actually, that's a fair point. Can I, while we're approaching the shack, look to see if the cat is around the
0: outside? Um, sure. I'll... Give okay. me a quick perception, please. Okay, that's a bad. 12.
2: It's got to be real dark out, right?
0: <clears throat> it's, it's pretty fairly decent out, and with the rain coming down, it's just not as good in either. With a twelve with a twelve, uh looking around the shack, um uh, doesn't seem to be a cat on the outside, but uh with the door open, you know, it could potentially be inside.
2: Um Jason and Soot are both humans, right?
5: Um Up here. So- Soot, yes, I will say soot does not have dark vision. Yeah,
0: I think Jason has already added himself as a half elf.
5: I don't remember that.
4: That's right, he has. Yes,
2: okay, well, that's that's my bad then. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I guess Caster could look at soot and ask him if he needs a light.
5: I'll uh Dig one if you got it. I don't think a torch will work that well with this rain. Um, hold out something? Hand stick. Uh settled so out the spear that they had out like this whole time.
2: Uh <laughs> caster will touch the tip of the spear and <laughs> cast a
0: light on it. Okay. Sorry, I'm dirty. You touched You're, the tip. I
2: had the same reaction. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I added the spear. Okay, so listen, um, <laughs> the way I think to with is when he has to use his holy symbol, you see him, like, he'll touch his, he'll touch, he has a necklace that is made of black pearls, and in the center is a wooden, it's like a wooden circle, and in the middle is a, a painted red poppy, and that glows when he, when he grabs it, that's his holy symbol. So, th- that will light up, and he'll transfer
5: the light over to the tip of the spear. Uh Oh, wait, I guess I can do this. Okay, so I'm going to take a small walk around the outside make sure I don't see anything. Uh, If one of you who could talk to animals go inside to look, I'll be inside in a minute.
4: I am already inside.
5: Okay, wonderful. And then, yes, so we'll begin walking around.
0: Okay. Uh, inside the shack will be, uh, on the far end, a fireplace. There's a long table in the center, um, and underneath it is a very interesting rug. There are three beds and two lockable chests. Um, however, currently there doesn't seem to be any sign of a cat.
4: Close the door behind us. <laughs> uh, can I look? Is the The fireplace isn't lit, right? no okay uh can i look under the beds
0: sure give me a quick uh, investigation or perception
4: just because that's where my cats always are like all times uh we'll make that perception
0: that is a 15. underneath this bed right here will be a small black kitten
4: I'm going to get down on my hands and knees and um, yeah, just real quick cast speak with animals again and say, hello little one
0: It seems too young to be able to speak back
4: That was my last spell Shoot Sorry It's okay <laughs> um, I'm going to just hold out my hand and just say, it's okay you can come here
0: It'll just kind of lick itself. Like, it doesn't seem to quite understand. Like, it's so pretty young.
4: Uh, I said to the group, does anyone have any kind of meat?
2: Um, Caster will reach into his pack and pull out some um, some jerky from one of his rations.
4: I'll take it and hold it out to the kitten.
0: Um, it'll definitely come forward It's It seems to be hungry And the smell of this actually s- Seems pretty nice
4: As as soon as it's out Like, at all from under the bed I'm gonna pick it up
0: You'll be able to pick it up just fine
4: Okay, cool I'm gonna bring it over to the rest of the group And see Okay, so it looks like we've found
6: Uh, him? Him? Him, him. him. There's snuggles. You guys will hear the rain come to a pattering, and then it'll lightly drift off.
1: Well, it finally stopped raining, but I don't think we should leave. Uh, it's very late in the night, and it'd probably take us the rest of the night to get back to town.
6: I'll start the fire,
0: and you'll see kind of Jason walk over to the fireplace and cast a uh, firebolt which will light the flame.
3: Martha claps like, oh yay, kitten sleepover
4: <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll call out to the uh, to outside and kind of say, hey, hey, hey Sutt, we, we found him
5: Okay, so we will uh, I guess come walking back in and then you said it started to die down the rain? Yeah uh do you so we'll walk in and like basically as soon as they walk in, do you mind if I get um you you I hear no objections and soot uh, will like start taking off uh, his their sorry uh doublet, I think it's technically the clothing and like mm-hmm. go to hang it on the fireplace to dry off.
3: Martha Wolf whistles. <laughs> it's a joke.
5: Uh, I suggest uh, anyone who is comfortable and willing to do that, do that. Um, no use sitting and laying around in wet clothes for too long. And if the rain dying down, it's worth drying off now.
3: I didn't exactly bring another.
5: Um, I didn't either.
3: No, I'll be fine. I'll just warm up by the fire. Doesn't... Hmm. She's going
0: What's wrong? What seems to be the problem?
3: Does anyone know digitation?
0: Hmm. I do. Oh, can you? That, can, yes. That
5: actually, in that case, if I may borrow your module um, favor, Jason, um, I am a little bit soggy if I can get your help uh, drying off.
6: I think
3: we all sure. are.
1: <laughs> As everybody's like talking to Jason. They'd look back and see Finn has already changed clothes. Like, no one watched. He, like, instantly changed clothes. No one's paying attention. Speed changing. That's uh, impressive.
5: I, I have a change of clothes if anyone truly wants it, but they're a little um dressy. Dressy? I mean,
6: I'm,
4: I'm just fine the way I am.
5: Yes, they're for, um, special occasions. And Soot will pull out, like, basically, like, the stereotypical, like, fancy medieval garb. Uh, You never know when you need a change of clothes.
3: I'm fine, dear. I doubt I would fit in it anyways. (laughs) That's
5: fair. Uh, Okay, so I assume we're staying here, how are we going to make sure the kitten doesn't?
3: Well, as long as the door is closed and we keep it closed. Um, and I have a feeling Mr. Snuggles likes to snuggle. Just a guess.
1: I will also camp out and right in front of the door. So that in case he tries to leave, he'll have to climb onto me.
2: And I will... Uh... I'll camp outside and keep watch.
6: I mean, if you need company, I'm
4: happy
2: to come with. I would always enjoy your company.
0: I'm going to go for a small stroll before bed, if that's okay.
5: Okay, so we have three people on first watch. Um, I suppose I'll take Uh assuming we're doing watches.
3: I'll take last watch. I can cook breakfast while we.
5: Wonderful. Thank you, Martha. And I guess thank you for... Bringing breakfast.
3: Always. Uh, I'm not sure how much I have on me right now, but I'm sure I can cook up some toast.
1: I can take take second watch if need be.
5: I'll do not second or third. Is, I, I suppose it doesn't matter. Taster, um, uh, Callisto will wake up either one of us, and then whoever didn't get woken up will wake up the next. Sure. Um,
1: sounds good to me.
5: And so they'll kind of lay down by the fire and go to sleep.
2: After we'll um, go outside and uh, he'll put his bedroll on the ground and then using... um, After uh, Callisto puts hers down, because they usually, when they've been traveling, they usually sleep kind of, you know, about five feet away from each other. Um he puts hers down, he'll use some of these metal strips that he has and his wax sealed canvas and uh and put it up so that it, it acts as a rain tarp over over her uh over her bed just in case it starts raining again
6: yeah you, you know I'm happy to share You can always bunk with me, girl night.
4: I'm I'm okay actually. I do kind of value the privacy a little bit.
2: Alrighty. No no offense to you. It's just a me thing, you know. If it rains, like I'm, um, we could share. But I'm just setting it up just in case. All right. Suit yourself. We never know when the bad or when the storms are going to come through. True. Especially at night, it's hard to see.
6: Uh,
4: Callisto is just going to silently start um, doing a bit of a ritual, since it's just her and Castor at the moment. Uh, She kind of trusts him. She's going to start doing this ritual that she's done a little bit around him, where she just lays out her staff and takes off the uh, emerald-looking necklace and lays them both out and just starts kind of saying a type of prayer over them that you can't quite hear
2: and caster will um put one of his incense sticks out and light it and then he will start uh basically almost doing a rosary style thing with the black beads on the pearl necklace and he'll be muttering small prayers to himself and uh
6: looking out he'll be keeping watch um
2: you said jason was going for a stroll right
0: yeah um, If you wish to take a look, you can give a quick perception before he uh, seems to disappear.
2: Alright, I'll do that.
6: That's a natural one, so a four altogether. Oh no.
0: Callisto, would you like to be looking as well?
4: I, I would like to... Yeah, I, th- I think I'd be like... I've done this enough times in the past couple of weeks, I think I would... Probably be keeping an eye as well.
0: That's a natural 20.
6: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> 22 altogether. You'll notice Jason is going to kind of step to the edge of a small forested area. He's going to look left and then right. And he's going to check to make sure nobody's really around. And then he's going to step into the forest. And he'll use a uh, single spell that he knows, which is, um, oh, he doesn't, did I give it to him? Yeah, there, Silent Image. He's going to create this this falsified look of, of somebody in his, his basic clothing. It's not him. It doesn't really have a lot of distinctive features. In fact, it's, it's mostly just like a, a solid dummy with clothes on. So it, it's not even really him, but it looks like it—at least enough in the dark. And then he's going to step into the forest,
4: and I'm watching all of this happen. Yes. All right. I'll—I'll I'll point out to Caster what just happened, and, and just as subtly as possible, and say, "Should we follow him?"
2: He has said that he's been lying to us, and that is very suspicious, which you just pointed out. So, yes, yes, we should.
4: Okay, good. I'm glad that we're on the same page about not trusting him. All right, shall we?
2: We should be sneaky about it if we can.
4: Good luck. And she uh, just walks off.
2: Um, yeah, Castor's gonna follow. He's gonna he's gonna try to try to be sneaky.
0: Uh, oh, I should have called Stealth as well. Okay, Stealth so of 12. I'm for a and 16 for Callisto. There you
4: go.
0: You guys have follow him through the brush. He'll stay a little bit back. He's going to look back at some point. <clears throat> and it looks like he's kind of looking around. Let me give a quick perception of Perception of 22. <laughs> perception of 22. It's almost going to look like he's looking at you guys. And for a second, it's like he notices you. But he keeps going. He turns back around. He's going to follow this to a small little clearing in the middle of the woods. And it'll be looking like he's waiting for something. After a few short moments, a large bear with antlers will make its way out of the forest. Yes, I've been eating. I promise, I've been eating. No, I haven't found him. Why am I looking for him anyway? Yes, it's always in time. Uh, But we came from the forest. I don't know these people. And I don't know how to speak to them. Pretty sure they don't even like me. I know I'm not a bad person, but that doesn't mean that they can't be suspicious of me. I, I can't even give them information. I mean, I don't even know anything myself. All comes in time. I, I know. But I don't even know who I am. I have no name.
2: Caster is like a wide-eyed looking at this scene that's going on.
4: is happening, Uh, can I use Wild Shape? Sure. Okay. So, uh, Caster, Callisto kind of just steps back into the brush a little bit, like kind of seems like she's trying to go for another angle, and then all of a sudden you see this fairly small, comparative to the bear in front of us, brown bear step out. Or, well, not step out, but kind of just appear next to you.
2: Caster stands deadly still. He is trapped between two bears right now. And
0: was... <laughs> he's just like, oh, I'm gonna die,
4: die. Uh, Cat and in form, just gonna come up and like, sniff Caster's clothing. You're
0: blood in. breaking up a little bit. Can you okay. say that one more time?
4: Hello. Um, is that a little better?
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: Cool.
4: Uh, Callisto in bear form is going to come up and just kind of sniff Caster.
2: Caster is like just rigid and standing still. He he doesn't, he's never seen Callisto wild shape, so right now as far as he's concerned there's a bear in front of him and there's a bear right behind him, slash next to him.
4: Um, and then she's going to try and listen into the conversation.
0: It will continue. (coughs) You never gave me my name. I don't know where I'm from. I don't even know my parents. How am I supposed to be myself? If I don't even know who that is. (coughs) Yes. You are who you are, I guess. I know. I I just... I don't know what to do. I like these people. They seem nice and kind. I... I I don't know. I feel lost. Like I'm in the woods when I was a child. Before I found you, I... don't even know where I came from. How can I continue down a path if I don't even know where my journey started? What do you mean I've been followed? And they're both going to turn to the forest where the brown bear and Castor is standing.
6: Uh Uh-oh.
0: Who's there?
4: I'm going to wander out into the clearing.
0: And the bear will cast Moonbeam on you.
2: Uh You're still dead still.
4: (laughs) Uh, Do I have to roll anything for that?
0: Yeah, I think I need a constitution saving throw, and since you're a shape changer, you would do it with disadvantage.
2: Fun. There's con, though, so whatever that is.
0: That's a six.
2: I don't think it matters.
4: Yeah, I don't think the bear con matters.
0: Now, you're not going to take any damage. This, for some reason, doesn't seem to be harmful. Uh, but you will revert back to your normal form. It will take you straight from your, your shifting.
4: Alisto just kind of falls onto her ass unexpectedly and says, Okay, what the hell is going on here?
2: And that'll snap caster out of it, and... He'll run up and uh, help Callisto up to her feet.
0: I don't know what you mean. I'm just out taking a stroll. I met a bear. Huh. That's a natural one for deception.
5: It's <laughs> a don't... natural.
4: I know that. I've never met nice. this bear in my life.
2: <laughs> I know that he is lying harder than I've known anybody's ever been lying before. <laughs>
0: I don't know what you mean. The people in our travels have talked to animals all the time.
2: Is it such a big deal? You said you couldn't. And that bear has antlers. Bears don't have antlers.
0: The bear will stand on its hind legs, reaching a total height of about ten feet. Not to mention the antlers.
2: Uh, No bear that I've ever seen has had antlers. I was going to say, can I walk
4: up to the bear and just kind of look at it curiously and say, Hi, who are you?
0: The moment you start walking towards it, it will meander back into the forest. And Jason will take a step in front of it. We should get back. It's pretty late. And you really shouldn't step towards a bear. Things are dangerous.
4: I have stepped towards so many bears in my time.
0: Then you should know they're dangerous.
6: And you stepped all towards the time.
0: It. I was away. I was speaking to it, trying to calm it down, I guess. Thankfully, it doesn't seem to have wanted to attack it.
2: It sounded like you were having an entire conversation with it about not knowing who you are and who your parents are. And... I don't know what you're talking about and how you like us as a group but you can't tell us anything
0: I told you earlier there are some things that I can share and some things that I can't well what do we do from here well I'd like to continue with you guys I'm not a threat and though I was speaking to a bear it doesn't mean that I'm the bad person.
2: I didn't say it means you're a bad person, but is that bear a threat to us?
0: No. The bear's gone now.
2: For now. That cat was gone, and we found it.
0: Yeah, but we had to search it out. The bear needs no harm. It's just a wild animal.
2: Um... Can I insight that to see if it's a 50-50 truth?
0: Sure. 14. It's a full truth.
2: Okay, so it's both a wild animal and it means no harm?
0: It is a wild animal. There's like some ambiguousness there because of the antlers. But it definitely means no harm.
2: All right, well... I think maybe it's best if we don't mention this to the rest of the group.
4: That is probably wise, yes. I have never encountered a wild animal that can (sighs) turn me back, so to speak. So keep in mind I'm watching you.
0: You can. I'm not gonna stop you. But I'm sure you'll see that I'm not here to hurt anyone. Just the affair answers. That's all I'm after.
2: Aren't we all? Well, we should go back to camp if you're done with your stroll.
6: Yeah.
0: I think running into a bear was enough excitement for me tonight.
2: Nicolisto! Yeah. Um, I want to talk about that bear thing that you did. Oh, that. We we can. It's quite intriguing, but we could save that for later.
4: I would rather not discuss the intricacies of my abilities in present company. No offense, of course, Jason.
0: I guess
2: none taken. But well, let's get back and make sure nobody set about our little hut when we were away. Certainly. And so, Castor will lead the way back.
0: And that, I think, is where we'll end it for the night. Far from the adventurers, we follow a group of people. They walk through a thicket marsh. They carry with them a large box, about the size of a human person. This box has been pieced together slowly, board by board, rusty nail by rusty nail. Each of them wearing a certain type of clothing, not much better than the boards itself. Old and ripped, torn at the seams, Some jagged at the edges, as if holes were placed inside. They all walk on, almost chanting in a way, to themselves, until they find a small clearing. In this small clearing is a stone with four pillars around it. and the center of this stone is etchings, markings of a dark ritual. They all stop and lay this box down. They make sure to circle this stone, making sure that each of them were within arm's reach of one another. They say a few prayers. These chants continue on in a dark yet strange manner. One man, Wearing a small headpiece adorned differently than the rest. Will pull a dagger from his jacket. He will then walk to the other side of the clearing towards the box that they have lain. He will slowly use the dagger to pry the box open. And inside will be a humanoid. A human male about the age of fourteen. The boy looks like a young adventurer, a newly sprung guild member. Although, his weapons and armor have been taken. The boy lay silent, quiet. He'll pull the boy from the box, moving him to the altar. He'll pull the boy from the box, moving him to the altar. He will lay the boy on the altar, tracing the dagger around his face, gently caressing the cheek and gliding down to the chin. He'll raise the dagger, chanting with the others, before bringing it back down quickly and cutting his hand. The man will then drip the blood over the boy, The pillars will then light up, a shattering shake will take the land as the pillars start to move and crumble. There are a few things among these people that will glow, necklaces, items, bracelets. When these things glow, the souls of the men surrounding them will be consumed, they will flow into the blood. ...and into the boy. The boy will spring up... ...and will look to the man summoning. So... <laughs> ...this is the new Talalia, huh? The man in the cloak will turn to the young boy. No, sir. This is not Talalia. This is... ...a place known as Incendium. I have summoned you here, I thought that it would please you, a place for you to make quiet, a place for you to make your own, a place that if I might be helping you, you would spare me and my family. You humans are all the same, you feel that it's a tit for tat kind of thing, you save me, I save you, we all go home happy. That's not how this is going to work. You knew when you summoned me I am the god of emptiness, a void, a vessel. And yet you give me this body. He looks down as the fingers begin to crumble, The boy. A vessel that is not fit for me. One that will not last. You should be punished were I to have the power right now. But instead, I'm going to leave you here, alone, with your people, and I promise nothing. But sir, I've done everything, I I brought you here, and I thank you for that. But now I must find a new vessel, which if I had been able to do this myself, I would have felt the right one, right away. But that's not- I don't care what's fair. I know exactly what you were about to say. Life is not fair. (laughs) The man will stand in absolute horror at what he's unleashed. The boy will uh, black smoke to billow from his mouth and seep to the ground. As it turns a bright red. Leaving blood. And a thicket. Of mucus behind. The boy will drop. Dead. As the cloaked man stands there. He looks about him. Wondering what to do next. Wondering what is the right move. He'll pull out a sending stone. One that he's been carrying for a short while. My son, when last you left, things were wrong. But the family needs you. We have done something unspeakable. Soot, please contact me soon. I believe that is the name you're going by now. Hi, everybody. You guys know me. I'm Gory. I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon DJ. I'm just here to say thank you for listening and make sure to subscribe, follow, or whatever it is you might do on your listening device. Whether it be iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, wherever you're listening from. The more people who do so, the more people who can join in the adventure. I'd like to thank Cobalt Press for the Tomes of Beasts and the Creature Codex. We love these books and can't wait to start adding them in. In fact, these are a little bit backdated, so we just actually started using some creatures from the book a little while ago. It's it's a few episodes in, but it's going to be great. Anyway, uh, don't forget uh, to check out Sirenscape. We use them for all of our music, and they have made it so fantastic to put just background sounds, music, all that sensory kind of thing that we can actually make those scenes feel so amazing. So if you haven't checked those out too, check those out, you can use them at your tabletop too. Well, guys, uh, we had a mid roll, so that's about it for me. Thank you for listening and I will see you next episode. And remember, keep your opportunities open.